Hello and welcome to episode 129 of the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Mid-Off because by midway through, we'll probably want to switch off. I'm your host, five and a half feet of fury and rage, Mick. And let me introduce you to the rest of the team. <laughs> Central Victoria's leading mathematician, welcome Ross. Hello everyone, good to be here. Good to see you all. <laughs> Didn't quite calculate the time we were taking the answer, but well done. Uh, a resident guru, welcome Alex. Hi guys, uh, Mick, um, have, is it just me or have you been adding an inch every single time you do this intro? No, no, it was, was only five, five, four. five and a half feet last time. Oh, no, was it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and the boy from the wrong side of the tracks come. Good, welcome David. Hello lads. Um, <laughs> no, good on you, Mick. Um, <laughs> I think you've been generous to yourself at five and a half, but well done. <laughs> Uh, okay, that's a bit harsh. So welcome, welcome one and all to the Frederick Sock, Frederick Harold Sock Company Studios. This is a tight ship production brought to you by Big Lug Enterprises. So we're going to kick off with a little bit of cricket news, as we tend to. So the the big word at the moment is, or two words even, is Super League. And we're not talking, we're not talking Rupert Murdoch rugby sides. We are talking about the new the Adelaide Rams. Yeah, the, the uh, Adelaide Rams and the Brisbane Broncos were originally a Super League team and then they were took they? out the NRL. Uh, so, as we know, the Men's C20 World Cup has been postponed. But Australia's qualification for another marquee, marquee in uh, fucking... Oh, it's World Cup's marquee, we shouldn't make fun of that. International Cricket Council event, but uh, could get underway in the coming weeks. So, the game's global governing body announced this week the ODI Super League which is a 13-team multi-year competition that will determine qualification for the 2023 50-over World Cup in India. Right. So, the first series that's going to be part of this Super League is the upcoming three-game series between Ireland and the reigning (coughs) champions, England which will be beginning uh, this Thursday in Southampton. So now the tests have wound up. Uh, their next uh, foray in cricket for England is going to be these one-days. So the, IC, the ICC has not really made it clear yet whether the one-days that Australia is meant to be going over and during the United Kingdom will be part of this new structure. So, so it seems like they're going to have the Super League and there's still going to be meaningless ODIs that's outside of it, so that way we can still have meaningless ODIs, so no one has to worry about oh. meaningless ODIs being taken out of the calendar, because we all know how Thanks. important that is. Thank goodness. Yeah. Thanks for it letting just, me know, Mick. I was yeah. literally yeah. on the edge of my seat saying, mm. well, okay. what happens to the Australia going in, like, May to India for mm. five ODIs? Like, yeah. it's, it's a relief to hear that, because first they took away meaningless seven-game ODI series, then they're going to take away three game meaningless ODIs. And no one said anything, Ross. Oh, I know. And now it's, they're going to take out five ODI no, meaningless series. And no in, one said anything. It's the indifference of good men, Alex. That's why we've got to speak <laughs> up about it. Exactly. I don't know if that's in bad taste, but I find it funny nonetheless. They came Might for our meaningless taste. seven day, seven <laughs> ODIs, and I said nothing. <laughs> Next, they'll try and take away our, our five game T20 series. <laughs> And then who will save you now? T20Is is the backbone of international cricket. I know David agrees with me on this. If you don't agree with me, David, say nothing. Yes, yes, see? (laughs) (laughs) I put myself on mute because I'm eating cashews. 
Oh, this is how much, hey, guys, oh. listeners across the lands, England and Australia, which is the only two places we have, this is the amount of effort we put in. Dave will mute himself while he eats multiple cashews while we're recording. That's how much effort we go in for our listeners. I will say, Mick, that um, ICC do one thing well, and that's putting together dogs' breakfast of fixtures. <laughs> We'll have I reckon you've got a viewport on this, Ross. Oh, we'll start this this new Super League now. Uh, yeah, but these games we're having three weeks later, they're not part of it. Yeah, that's not part of it. Yeah. So um, to give it a little bit more structure, or not structure, but a little bit more idea behind the Super League. So there's going to be 13 teams. So the 13 teams are the 12 test-playing nations. So that's your, um, obviously, Australia, England, rah, 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 as well as like Ireland. Is Afghanistan's test-playing yeah, now as well, so... Yeah. And the thirteenth side is the Netherlands. So Why? and they qualified to be the thirteenth side by winning, not to be confused with the ICC Super League, the World Cricket Super League, which is essentially mm. a competition within a competition within a competition. That so basically everyone who's not test status plays in this other Super League to get the thirteenth spot into the Super League to play. In the Super League. Okay. So, yes. Yeah, it's interesting, Nick, because there's teams there that... It, cricket is unusual. As it only doles out, even though anyone can play cricket and you can have a national cricket association mm. that's recognised by the ICC, you, you don't have... You can't play a one-day international because you don't have one-day international status. Yeah. And so... That's interesting that Netherlands are in as the 13th team, but there's um, 16 teams have ODI status right down to, I think, 16th is P&G. But even though they have ODI status, they're not in the World ODI Cup. Super League. Yeah, or in the Super <laughs> League, yeah. That, that makes so, perfect sense, though. Mm, like, I'm back will, at the ICC 100% mm, on this one. Yeah. I will give the ICC credit that they recognise any um, national cricket association or West Indies equivalent cricket association that they recognise can now play an international T20 game. So, and that was fixed up about uh, a year, 18 months ago. So thankfully that's happened. uh, Well, at least they've got something to hang their hat on. Yeah. Yeah. You can actually just play a recognised level of international Maybe in, um, you know, maybe two or three decades that, um, you know, (laughs) P&G could be included in this, you know, pre-World Cup, World Cup qualifiers, you know. Yeah, that's it. Or perhaps they cricket in ICC could just do what the FIFA do, and just everyone plays. Yeah, and everywhere. you have to qualify, and everyone gets in. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 You don't and, have and to like have made fourteen million dollars in the calendar year mm. to qualify to have ODI status or whatever their criteria yeah. are. Yeah, that's right. And every year, and have juniors. Um, every. Uh... <laughs> Have oh, you have to have juniors in every <laughs> 11s, 13s, 15s, 17s yeah. and 19s. If you miss you know one, what, you're not coming into our league. <laughs> you know what I heard happened, actually? PNG yes. actually beat Netherlands yeah. in the World Cricket League final, yeah. but they didn't want to go up. Nah. They, the twos <laughs> very strong. Yeah. They wanted to be <laughs> successful in a Because all their players would leave, Ross. Yeah. All their players would leave if they didn't win. Like, that's how it works. Uh, so and we had an older the side they've, they've all won their flag and they retired So now we're <laughs> going to have a shit song <laughs> so, And uh, P&G are looking forward to going back to back Next yeah. 
the the BNG Bulls, eh? That's good. Yeah. It's pronounced bark to bark. Thank you. Bark to bark. Sorry. All righty. So with the uh, Super League, so each team will play eight bilateral series. So four at home and four away. Okay. That will count. So the points work. So yeah, ten points for a win, five for a tie or a no results. So I've watched out or such and such, and you get nothing for a loss. So the way it really should be because you shouldn't get anything for losing. <laughs> So, um, yep. so the ICC has no plan yet on how they will separate teams on equal points. So that hopefully will come come in before 2023. Maybe halfway through 2022, they'll put something together for that. But yeah, maybe they'll make maybe it up halfway through the boundaries. Yeah, yeah, halfway through the game they'll come yeah, up. <laughs> or, or they'll just go. It'll never come to that. Yeah. yeah. And why would ever a World Cup come to like? We'd have to pick boundaries. That's Too just stupid. Easy. We wouldn't go any further than that or come up with a reason to not have that. Now, if, if some country does miss out on this, at least they can then say, you know, we can't go back at them and say, but you knew the conditions before yeah. it started, mm-hmm. you know, because we don't know the conditions <laughs> before it started. This time. I just love the numbers they're chucking out here. Yeah. 13 teams. What sports league has an odd number of teams by design? Eight games. Against 12 opponents, you only play eight games. So like 10 points for a win and five for... A tie, or not two and one. It's just mm. yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah, it's like lowest common denominator. Scores, so it's more impressive. That's yeah. put him on fixturing chat, please. Someone is uh, responsible for this. Yeah. <laughs> so at the league's conclusion in 2023, the top seven teams plus the World Cup hosts India will automatically qualify for the World Cup. So that raises another question: Why the fuck then are the hosts in the Super League if they're already qualified? This is a qualifying yeah. tournament. Yeah. Why isn't there two of the lower nations or why isn't there just 12 teams so it's even? Yeah, that's true. Mm. I don't know. How how does FIFA do it? No, the host country doesn't compete. Yeah, host country goes in. That makes sense. That's why for years Australia wanted to host the World Cup because they couldn't qualify and it was the fucking best way to get in. It's an interesting thing that, like, maybe maybe it's a bit of, like, um, bravado or, like, arrogance with, like, sporting codes that they very rarely, like, just... Lately, copy another sporting code, despite them doing it for. Mm, yeah. Well, there's been a World Cup for what, like, sixty years. Seventy-five. Yeah. yeah. Seventy-five. Yeah. You didn't know. Well, since since nineteen seventy-five, I think. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. 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 So. So and and like you know there'd be iterations along the way with how FIFA have done it, right? And I reckon yeah, they've yeah, come to yeah. a good position, right? Yeah. It's they call themselves the World Game, and they include the world, right? Mm. Like there's there's qualifying yeah. ranks all the way up, even down to you know, we, well, who do we smash? Papua New oh, Guinea, Western with, Samoa and stuff. Yeah, Western yeah. Samoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, like, in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And Australia played them in yeah. the Oceania, which is the shittest league in the world, which is whatever mm. it is. And then we go off and play. Usually, yeah, we're in Asia now, but yeah, we're in Asia now. But back in the day yeah. when we smashed yeah. um, Western Samoa by 100 goals or whatever the record is. Yeah, 36 or something. But, yeah, yeah. It's, not a, it's not a soccer podcast. <laughs> anyway. No, it's point. not. But they have it a... What I'm that, trying um, to say is they have a hmm. good system and I don't hmm. understand why Cricket Australia decide to do anything but a good system despite well, saying... Well, fair, fair Cricket Australia aren't organising this. The ICCRL, it's... Kevin Roberts is doing this. Fucking Kevin Roberts, mate. He's just fucking everything up. So I know... Actually, oh, back on you. He's not yeah. even part of the uh, Cricket Australia. So oh, you wow, he's in good, good That's point why I got Zach. People, <laughs> would say that, <laughs> people would say that uh, FIFA is hopelessly compromised, but for someone who just sort of 
uh, doesn't follow soccer that closely, they do seem to perhaps because their money comes from a huge, a big pool of countries. They're not so pulled by one country. Yeah. Like cricket's pulled by India now, and in the yeah. past it was Australia and England. Yeah. Soccer doesn't have that because they've got about 25, 30 countries that are pulling. So every, every World Cup, you see one of those top 20 countries not even qualify or get knocked out in the first round, and it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I know you guys think we've stopped talking about this, but actually there's more to how this fucking qualifying works for the World Cup. <laughs> So the bottom what? five sides from the Super League will get one more chance to qualify. They will go into a 10-team tournament and they will nice. take part in a separate qualifying tournament in 2023, 2023 along with five lower-ranked nations, the top two teams progressing into the World Cup. Mm-hmm. So you've got 13 teams. The bottom five right. of that go into a separate comp and play other sides in the World Cricket League, and two of those sides go into the World Cup. It is crazily, fucking stupidly overcomplicated. Yeah, massively. Yeah. Uh, I like that. That every every good sporting league I know has a repercharge system. So it's no. <laughs> good to see that that's alive <laughs> and well. In the year twenty twenty, we're going for repercharge. Yeah. So this is the ICC simply just going, yeah. I know you all complained about England because there wasn't enough minnows. Well, here's all the minnows you can fucking handle, cunts, and see how you fucking like it. And you still come out with only two of them coming. Yeah, you still through. come out with no. Yeah. You might not even like get last any year, it'll be Ireland and fucking Afghanistan. You might like not even get any minnows. Minnow. Say That's somehow funny. Australia drops into the bottom five, they'll go in and win that tournament. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, what's interesting there, and once again, so that's 10 in total eventually after the repercharge charge and all the rest yeah. of it. So there's still 10. It's still a 10-team World Cup and they'll still play that terrible format of a league for mm. nine it's, games it's and then steep. semi-finals. Oh. Now, despite all the, um, you know, and you did allude to it before, Ross, as the um, compromised system with FIFA, but despite mm. all of that, their World Cup structure, once you make oh. the World Cup, is perfect. Oh. In my opinion. Why doesn't everyone do it? Rugby World Cup, Rugby League World Cup, Cricket World Cup, Golf World Cup, I don't care. Um, Water Polo World Cup. Tennis World Cup idea. (laughs) Don't care. It's the perfect system. What is it, like eight groups of four? No. Well, actually, it's interesting, seeing as we're talking a lot about soccer, the new um, UEFA, not UEFA, um, FIFA president is moving to, yeah, from the 32-team comp, which they've had since 98, yep. to the next World Cup after Qatar, I think, is going to 48 teams. That's Three groups of 16 to start. Even oh, better. Cricket wow. yeah. should do the same. Yeah. Um, the thing that FIFA has done that cricket seems to refuse to do is it's grown. It's getting bigger. Whereas cricket's yep. contracted. It got to 16 yes. in 2007. Then it's said, no, no, there's too much. They, they just pay absolute lip service to the fact that they want to grow the game. And then when yeah. they have an opportunity to grow the game, like they want to take it into markets like the United States and all these other places that they feel like they might get a foot. China. Yeah, or China maybe, yeah. But they don't actually <laughs> want the minnows to play and learn and become better. It's just a... The reality is, if they were fanning them about it, those 12 test playing nations would automatically be in the World Cup. And this Super League concept would be for all the minnows, and four of those minnows would go into the World Cup to give you 14 
to give you four groups 16. of four. Yeah, yeah, 16. yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. Well, that's that's 2007 World Cup. Yeah. That blew up because um, India and Pakistan lost to Bangladesh and Ireland or whatever it was. So and that's where uh, India stamped their feet and said, "We want, yeah. we want to play everyone once." So rah rah rah. That's why it got changed, and that's what uh, that's why yeah. England was the World Cup. It was because the BCCI's got too much power and stamped mm. their feet. I disagree it's with you, Mick. I think it was the Bangladesh Cricket Association yeah. that stood there. Sorry, for it, I think. Yeah, Bangladesh I teamed really up with fucking I... Western Samoa yeah. and fucking sorted it out. No, yeah. I just want to say, learn your history, Mick. I just <laughs> say, I want to say, like, you know, it's definitely not the BCCI stand for their feet. So nothing wrong in my opinion. Just, yes, yes Roscoe. Uh, quick one. Just to finish the comparisons to the FIFA World Cup, uh, they always give CONCACAF, which is North America and um, Caribbean and Central America, um, Confederation, uh, enough spots cross their fingers that the USA can qualify because they yeah. know that they want that market yeah. watching the World Cup. So no, the USA doesn't always qualify, but they give that sort of confederation more spots than it potentially deserves to try and make that happen. That's all yeah. cricket needs to do is divide the world up into stuff like that. Okay, Asia or whatever, you get this many spots. So yeah. all the test playing nations, as you're saying, Mick, they are all in. And then you just get one, you know, from there, but you give like two to the West Indies, North America region. Yeah. And, oh, lo and behold, the USA qualifies nearly every yeah, time. Yeah. And even if they're rubbish, that's not the point. It's about growing. Yeah. I suppose two, if two you're making up... dollars too. Yeah. So you can be all about dollars as well as getting more teams in. Yeah. You if you're making up regions, make three Asian regions for cricket, yeah, yeah. right? Well, yeah. It just, just seems so simple, right? But, but FIFA give Europe... 25 spots or something. Yeah. yeah. Asia, 25 spots. I'm giving four or something. Yeah. They just, they, yeah. They, the number of spots you give a region is all about the politics of who you want. It, oh, we exactly. wanted to qualify every time. Yeah. So I'll give Asia more spots. Yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. UK would have two spots instead of just one, right? Mm. That sort of thing. All sorts of stuff. So yeah. um, that's where FIFA do this sort of manipulation that probably those who follow up more closely get to uh, um, know that it's dodgy or whatever. Yeah, cricket can just do the same and just guarantee sort of um, these developing countries, even if they're not good, if they want them in, say, if they think PNG, oh, there's no money in PNG, well, don't give that region a spot, yeah. <laughs> yeah. basically, or make them play against India to qualify. And if they reckon there's money in the US, well, then give North America two, three spots and yeah. they'll be in every time. Yeah, yeah so um, the ICC General Manager of Cricket Operations, Jeff, Elderice, who was quoted for this article, basically says, we will bring relevance and context to ODI cricket over the next three years via the Super League. <laughs> Bullshit. Anyway, so... Um, it's also you expected. said that with a straight face. Yeah, you? apparently, yeah. So. <laughs> and about, yeah, like, he's, like he said, not all, game, not all ODI games will be part of the Super League, so there will be games held outside... The championship, as he likes to say. So, uh, so their Super League isn't so super that fucking everything's involved. And, um, but yeah, so we'll see how that all works out. It's overly fucking convoluted. So it's bound to get fucked up at some point. That's what's going. I'd like to think that uh, if they're calling those ODI Super League games, ODI Super League, that they could call the other ones One Day International Friendlies. Yes, why not? <laughs> Let's go bull soccer, call them friendlies as well. Yeah. So, oh, what are yeah, you so... doing? Oh, we're just going over a friendly two games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Five day meaningless friendly tour. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna, yeah. Two by five day friendly tour. <laughs> meaningless, of course. Meaningless. Sorry. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, as mentioned, so the meaningless first, for him. <laughs> the, f- the first set of ODIs in the uh, Super League are going to be these England and Ireland ones that are coming up. So they will be played inside the bubble with no crowds and all that, such as the last lot of test matches were against the West Indies. Uh, ben Stokes, Joe Root and Joss Butler will all be rested for this Irish series, oh, which really? I find interesting because Joss Butler's the big, hard-hitting, like, fucking Scooby-Doo fucking dude. So that's interesting that he's not playing. So um, the World Cup winning skipper, uh, Ireland's own Owen Morgan, will be captaining England. And uh, Moen Ali will be his vice skipper. So Ooh. there'll be a few sixes <clears throat> if Moen Ali's got, his, got any say in bowling himself. So, um, but yeah, so that's so we'll see how those matches are, um, work out. I don't, I don't know if they're going to be on any television over here in Australia, but it'll be good to see how big fat Paul Sterling make a few runs, hopefully. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting <laughs> that... Um, They've expanded the bubble. Did you know that, Mick? I did not know so, that. No. Yeah, so the bubble is now like a tri-bubble. So it's got Old Trafford. Yep. There. It's got um, the Aegis Bowl at Southampton. Yes, yep. Yep, and then it's got Joffre Archer's flat. <laughs> and it's inside yeah, the enough. bubble now. Yeah. If they've all tested negative, then fine. That's a bubble. Yeah. They, yeah. They, the whole team can stay at his flat. <laughs> <laughs> But, well, uh, you can't draw four out. No, you can't draw four. You got to you got to have a designated county it's ground impossible. halfway there to stop to eat lunch. At. Yeah. <laughs> I drove six hours yesterday for work. <laughs> Surely Joffa can just drive his normal three and get to the fucking cricket ground. Yeah. No, he can't. He invented stopping on short journeys. Okay. <laughs> I think he invented. That's why his flat was fine because he invented, yeah, the he invented, he invented the stopping right. by the flat for a vanilla coke or something. Yeah. <laughs> vanilla coke. That's <laughs> <laughs> the only coke product I think of that no one likes. Mm. I love vanilla coke, so there you go, up your mm. ass. Oh, I love cherry vanilla coke. coke. Yeah. Mm. All right. Cherry. So speaking of um, vanilla things that people like, we're going to talk about English cricket and English county <laughs> cricket. So. Um, <laughs> Well, Henstock likes to, it. Got to chuck it over to Roscoe, who's got some information for us about the upcoming county season. Yes, thank you, Mick. It all starts tomorrow, England time. It's the Bob <laughs> Willis Trophy. He, Bob Willis passed away just earlier this year. He's England fast bowler and uh, TV pundit of cricket with a scathing analysis on Sky. Uh, this year, they're having a one-off competition where the teams were divided into... Three groups, because there's 18, so three groups of six. They've got the North Group, Derby, Durham, Lanx, Leicester, Nottingham, Yorkshire. Central Group, Glamorgan, Gloucester, Northampton, Somerset, Warwickshire, Worcester. And South Group, Essex, Kent, Hampshire, Middlesex, Surrey and Sussex. So they're geographically My close to one sex. another. Sussex. Yeah, I agree. And <laughs> that you agree with that my favourite sex? <laughs> Yeah, they're, well, they're all in together up there. Essex, well, especially Middlesex, because they're in the middle. Yeah, mm. makes sense. Um, they're going to play the matches behind closed doors. There's a couple of grounds have got uh, permission to have a few fans in, but all of the games will be live streamed. And they'll play five group games, so one against each of their opponents. Some teams have access to their grounds. Some don't, so there's games going on at out grounds and neutral grounds and all sorts of stuff. And 
there's very interesting format changes because the games are basically Saturday to Tuesday, then the next week, Saturday to Tuesday, Saturday, basically five weeks in a row, pretty much. Right. So. Is that to allow the forklift drivers enough time to tell their managers that Saturday to Tuesday, so if, and they'll have a lot of, you know, because Kent won't play Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. They'll Saturday, Tuesday travel and Saturday. Or will they play week after week? Ross? Just play Saturday to Tuesday, have Wednesday and Thursday off, jump on the bus Friday and then start playing again Saturday. Well, how would the forklift drivers, like, get their money outside of playing county? You, you know what I love then? Ross just stared through you. Through the computer screen. Like, he just looked, he looked into your soul and saw nothing. Ah, oh, that was so good. Well, I actually saw the clock behind him tick backwards about four or five seconds. <laughs> oh, just the eyes on the man. So does that mean that this doesn't count as a county championship if someone wins, Roscoe? I would say Ooh, yes. Yeah. Mm, no, I think it is. Um, it's got a different just, name. I don't know. That's yeah, an interesting question. Yeah. Anyway, we move on to the more interesting stuff, which is they've they've put in some um, changes to the rules to help mitigate against injury, especially to fast bowlers. Oh, okay. Did they? So, go, 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 go. Reducing the day's play from 96 overs to 90 in a day's play. Fuck, that'll make all the difference, Ross. Those one overs that that fast bowler might bowl. All hamstrings happen in the last over you bowl. Last <laughs> over you, sorry, Ross. He's That's actually through. a fact. <laughs> the new We're not going to bowl more overs after your hamstrings done, are you? It's always going to be it's like, oh, the thing I was trying to fight, last place I looked. Ross is not happy. He didn't keep talk. looking. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The new ball will be available after 90 overs rather than 80 overs. Oh, okay. Now, I thought that was interesting because I thought that would mean more spinners would bowl because you yeah. might start a day's play, obviously in the first day of the game, and yeah. um, you know bowl your pace bowlers, and then knowing that they're not going to need to be fresh because there's no second new ball yeah, on yeah. day one. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Maybe they bowl a slightly longer first spell or whatever. I yeah, yeah, but then true. You're not going to sort of bring them back later. They're just going to say, well, just bowl. You just basically bowl in the first session or two. Yeah. Hmm. Right up maybe, until the end of the new first new ball. Oh. Yeah, and they think, well, the ball, I don't know what they usually think with the old ball. You know, that's when the spinners bowl. So maybe they'll give them 10 more overs of spin potentially. But in England, don't they, I mean, the ball lasts a bit longer in England, doesn't yeah. it, as a rule. So maybe they'll come yeah. in. In the yeah. back half and bowl their reverse swing and stuff. Is that? Yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Not sure. I think this time of year, usually in England, I know it's been wet because of the test match, but usually the pitches in, say, April and May are all green seamers and then they sort of dry out and by, and then they get worn out as well and the spinners really come into their own. Uh, okay. all this, but the, they're probably not worn out. They'd be fresh as a daisy, but I don't know weather-wise either. I'm, I mean, obviously, when it reaches 24, 25, it just dries out completely, you know? Oh, yeah. It's like you get out there and stand out there for 10 minutes, you'd be, you know... Oh, you're fucked. Yeah, and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So each Double the cucumbers. first innings of a match can last no longer than 120 overs. Ah, park cricket so rules. You can't, yeah, can't <laughs> bat forever. So protecting the bowlers a bit there too. Quasi-compulsory um, quasi close. Mm. Yep. So 
and the follow on will increase from 150 to 200 runs. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, oh, protecting the bowlers once again. So, you bit harder yeah. to enforce the follow-on. Yeah, so, so double bowlers. Yeah. yeah. So with yeah. there being actual restriction on how long you can bat, does that mean the likes of um, Rory Burns and Dom Sibley and that will be forced out of cricket? <laughs> they're no, just they're starting d- to get their fucking everything in order. <laughs> after. Oh, just, just seeing them now after 85 <laughs> overs. I've hit a couple out of the middle now. <laughs> Hitting up to 96 overs. <laughs> they'll, they'll be forced to open or not play. Yeah. <laughs> they any lower than opening. No, no deal. <laughs> Jeez, there'll be some absolute sloggers at about seven to... So, wouldn't there? Jeez. Yeah. So, Roscoe, there's obviously going to be restrictions in terms of, like like you said, like they're going to very like a park cricket, you know, innings lengths and things like that. Is yeah. there any bowling restrictions or is that still open slather? Well, if you're under 18... You can only bowl 10 overs in the first hour and then one every hour after that. So yeah. that'll be in place. Yeah. And yeah, every over you bowl, you have to take that equivalent over off until you can bowl again. Yeah, yeah. 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 Unless and you played you... under 18s before yeah. the game, yeah. the before morning, the first yeah. class yeah. game, and then it's one yeah. less over. Yeah. But you have to finish on three balls on your last over so you don't bowl That's the extra right. three balls. And then there's the after three o'clock rule too, isn't there? That if it's after three o'clock before you bowl your first over, then yep. you can bowl through to um, stumps. Yes. Is that it? Yeah, yeah I as think long so. You only Unless... bowl from one end though. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And also, if you've taken a, if you've taken two or more wickets, you have to divide mm-hmm. the amount of overs you're allowed to bowl by yeah. a prime number of your choosing. Right. Yes. So in the the number of wickets is that the divisor there mm-hmm. and. No, well, it's no. If, if it's two or more, well, oh, then right. you yeah. don't want to it's allow a, a young gun to get too mm. many wickets and yeah. to get too big a head. That's the rule. Yeah. I think so it depends he on gets if, to pick. Yeah. I think it depends yeah. on if the opposition batsman also... is on the league executive and he's dead set, shitting his pants and scared of yes. the young bowler. Then yes. the rules tend to change. And league. only if they're 17 years old. Yeah. A mere mm. child. Mm. Yes. Um, also, is there a difference if you feel it slip? After you've bowled your overs, that's less, isn't it? Because if you're fielding down it finally, you're good with that running around. Yes. So you yeah, exactly, and it slip. depends on yeah. where you're fielding in the overs that you have to take off as a junior. So if you're finally to fine leg, then you can only bowl mm. one ball of your next right. over, and then an old person who bowls offies, Mick, <laughs> has to take take up the like he'll bowl one, and then Mick bowls five, for example. Just for example, oh, Mick has to bowl yeah. five. I think yeah, we're yeah. For- but it could be any old person who bowls off it. I think we're forgetting the great tragedy of the game, which is the left-hand, right-hand uh, batting combination, which mm-hmm. is hell for you know fielders having to swap sides of the wicket. Uh, so oh, good point. don't underestimate that, Alex. I know that you're well, no, the rules are rubbish there. and having a laugh, but don't <laughs> I'm underestimate not having a laugh. This is rules. of the game, Alex. That's actually it's Marley Bone Cricket Club rules. It's not That's me it. having a laugh. I'm just reading <laughs> off a sheet. <laughs> just reading off a sheet. And it's, it actually has it here, Paul. Section three. It says if if left hand, right hand combination occurs, then under seventy sides of the wicket. All right, okay. Do you want to hear it? Or not? Yes, yeah, keep interrupting me. No, okay. no, go. Left hand, right hand combination and bowler who's 17 or younger and 
um, father of some other person who runs the league complaining about him. <laughs> Left hand, right hand combination, under 17s bowler. He can only bowl 0.5 balls. Then someone in mixed ilk, older, offy, right armour, <laughs> has to take over 5.5 balls. But it's done. He bowls half a ball. So he bowls a, a dead half ball. A and then ball. Mick comes on and bowls another dead ball. And then the umpire puts his arms together across his head and says, that's one ball. Okay. So Mick, now the other balls count now. Let's go. And then he waves his arm over his shoulder and says, let's go. I'd still take 50 wickets under those rules anyway. Um, uh, what I was going to say is David likes the idea of the left-hand, right-hand combination because he's the only fielder who doesn't have to move. Yeah. Okay. No, I've still no, got to move.
Like this, the, that's the, the way cricket works. Like whoever gets the top two points playing the grand final, it's just this is yeah. an unusual system because it's across three leagues. That's all. Yeah, so, yeah. it's just yeah. it's time. That's mm. it. They've only got two months yeah. to play this. And the problem play... with three groups is you can't even do like yeah. mini grand finals because then what do you, you can have a three-way fucking game for the granny. Yeah. Like, yeah, you fucking talk about revolutionising cricket. Three-team fucking county championship finals. <laughs> <laughs> like the 3TC from South yeah. Africa, but a five-day yeah. game. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well just do whatever 15. Three five-day yes. games between three sides. Might as well just fucking play rock, rock paper, scissors. I might actually watch that, to be honest. <laughs> I could sit there and watch 15 days of cricket on oh, three sides. Sorry, I was wrong. The two group winners with the most points will progress to the final. So not oh, two okay. from the same thing. Now, oh, okay. the final, it doesn't say where it will be. So maybe they haven't decided, which is fair enough. And I thought I read somewhere that it was going to be a five-day final. But I might be wrong. I might oh, be confused okay. with the Sheffield Shield is, style. Yeah, this is the first time I'm pretty sure that England will have an equivalent of the Shield final. Okay. So it's big news. Interesting. And mm, the, they'll get a new trophy presented to the champions. The trophy is set to feature a cuboid design painted by Bob Willis' wife, Lauren, which captures his iconic bowling action in full flow. Oh, okay. That's not going to be like his hands and an afro, like his old hair from the 70s. <laughs> They've missed the fucking trick there. Colour yeah, hands yeah. holding the cricket ball inside an afro. Fucking I just want Bob Willis's hands <laughs> and also somehow his feet, naked feet holding a ball. No, <laughs> four balls, four, two hands, two feet on the trophy gilded. That's what I want. Two Speaking of which, you know what we're well. missing is a... Ian Healy, Mark Boucher, hand trophy. Yeah, oh, can you imagine that? Imagine the angles on that. <laughs> imagine the angles you'd get on that trophy. I think that would horrify children. They'd <laughs> be like, here's a trophy, and all these children yeah. scream and vomit on the floor of the stadium. Can and, and does actually, scare people of all ages. <laughs> can and will, yes. Can and will. <laughs> all right. Now, what you're saying to me, what happens if the final is a draw? Yes, I was saying that. that. Yeah. I have yeah, said that. I was, that. Yeah. I was concerned tie... no one was going to ask that. Mm. There's a tiebreaker option, which will be. Of course there is. Who bowled the most? Boundary 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 Boundary. Oh, Boundary Boundary Boundary. Boundary. Of course. Yeah. Damn no, it. I always thought it would um, be made. Oh. Damn it. Uh, first innings lead. <laughs> yeah. oh, that makes sense. Made and if there isn't a first innings lead? Then shared trophy. Okay. No, I hate it. They split Bob Willis's fingers in half. You, you get the left hand, you get yeah, the right hand. Your bloke made the tongue, you can have the thumb fucking off you go here. <laughs> All ten fingers of two hands get split up between the two sides. Half a finger each. Yeah, yeah not a hand <laughs> each. It's like split it like not lengthways, horizontally. Yeah. You get the tips, cunt. Yeah, yeah. you can have from the wrist to the middle of the hand <laughs> and then the other team gets the rest. Uh, the support crew just get the bit of wood that it was fucking slammed on. A fingernail that's just been clipped off. That's the support crew. <laughs> Alrighty, is there anything else, Roscoe? Crew. Is that or is uh, that all just, the county um, cricket we can handle? That's pretty much all I can handle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> starts tomorrow. Get involved. Yeah. I'll be up. I I'll be. I'll be there's, awake. There'd mm-hmm. be pretty much no international players, and by that I, me- I don't mean non-UK players. I mean just people who don't 
permanently live in the United Kingdom. Right. So there'll be plenty of um, Colpac South Africans oh, and other, other um, sort of uh, players of different nationality who are now called England home. So, uh, but everyone. none of those um, sort of um, travelling players. So Hopefully, Mark Cosgrove got in before everything went. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. Fatty people who want a free there. test match and can't make it in their own country. That's mm. pretty much Alan Mullally style, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, that's what they yeah. want. And they're going to play the Vi- with you, to be honest. They're going to play the Vitality Blast starting August 27, mm. and the fixtures of that are coming out early August. So, thank you for that one. I'll tell you what, Ross. Until I heard that, my vitality yeah. had zero blast in it. <laughs> Considering the this lockdown, I was flat, flat vitality, vita- mm. negative vitality. Mm. And now you've said that, mm. it's just been blasted up into the stratosphere. I tell you what. Yeah. You, know how I'm across, you know how I'm across social media channels? Oh, I'm pretty much the social media expert in this group. Yes. Yep. The, hashtag, from Mick. Yep. the hashtag for the vitality blast, I believe, is hashtag smile with us. <laughs> I know that's a joke, but geez, imagine. <laughs> imagine in these times. I think elite honesty us. is one elite and smile honesty. with us is the other. And it wasn't one like fight with us. Imagine oh. if Korean Australia pulled that. If they didn't have that shit, if, if fucking, okay, let's put this. If they didn't have way. that shit, I would have had such a good joke just then. <laughs> no, no, no. If the Australian cricket side didn't fuck up um, by sandpapering a ball, I guarantee you. In this climate, they would be that like not understandable about the world around them that they would pull that shit out. Yeah. We'll they would pull we'll... out a smile with us right now when everyone's like losing their job and shit. I guarantee you. Oh, yes. Yep. Um, Have I gone too where... political for the podcast? I no, maybe, but I'm okay with it. Where's the big document that was printed on baggy green paper? Yeah, we need to, come we back need to replay that. Oh, I can read it again if you guys like. No, no. no. We need to repost that podcast because that's the best one we've ever Look done. Look at those. <laughs> he he was I'll... like shaking his head before I said anything. It was is so it true good, that, that the official podcast? emoji of the Vitality, pl- Vitality Blast is just a hand with like two fingers? <laughs> going there? No, and a, and a um, pinky. And a little finger. <laughs> so the ring finger is folded. Or hidden, if you will, <laughs> and you've got your two forefingers and your pinky up and about. This I think is the vitality blast. That's quite a shocking display you have there, David. Absolutely anyway, shocking. <laughs> I all I all I will say, and this is where the podcast loses it, is live long and prosper. Ah, shut up, fucking idiot. Alrighty, so enough of that. Enough of that. So we can't. For whatever reason, we can't avoid English cricket because it's the only place where cricket is at the moment. So we're going to fucking touch down at Old Trafford and we're going to talk about the second and third test from the West Indies-England series. So after losing the first test to the Windies, England did the only thing they could possibly do and sacked Ben Stokes as captain. So that's fair enough, I think. Like, And the next the results speak yeah. for themselves. Oh, it does. Tests, so... So, um, so, so we'll start with the second test at Old Trafford. Um, so the Windies won the toss and they sent England in. Yeah. Well, how Looked a ripping decision at the time until England declared nine down for 460. <laughs> now, can I say this, Mick? Yes, you can, Alex. I'm a huge fan of Jason Holder. I always yeah, have been. That. Yeah. I'm always a huge talk- fan of bad captaincy. So, you know. As I, because I know, because I have been the bad captain in my time. 
So and that was a terrible fucking decision. Oh, so fucking terrible. Bad. Even like, the commentators like, oh, you never, you never bowl first at Old Trafford if you don't have to. <laughs> but just because you won the test, the first test bowl yeah. at first, like it doesn't mean it's going to happen again. Like, put a score on the board. Hasn't he heard of where have got him? They've got to get him. Uh, obviously not, mate. It is, they're obviously not te- teaching the basics of cricket in the West Indies. And that's the number one basic cliche you got to learn. You should, that should be taught at under 12, mate. But anyway. Oh, at birth. Mm. So, um, so with the burden of the captaincy lifted from his shoulders, the big ginger Ben Stokes made 176 not out. Mm, yeah, the cunt. Yeah. Dom Sibley managed yeah. to get himself 120. Um, so good for him, I guess. It very, was, very slowly. Yeah, it was what it was. It was fucking boring as fuck. Uh, oh, hey, I'll give him some kudos. It's what well, was you needed. can. You're more than welcome to give him whatever you want, Alex. <laughs> okay. It was what was needed. It was a great innings. I yeah. hate saying it. Doesn't mean I like saying it. But it was a great innings and well played. So, uh, West Indies part-time spinner, Roston Chase, picked up the Ginfa, taking five, four... <laughs> One hundred and seventy-two. They did. It did. It did. It did come off forty-four overs. So for those playing at home, that is. It's a lot of runs per over. Yeah, it is a lot of runs per over. I divided by the wrong number. It's just <laughs> under four and over. It's three, he went at three point nine and over. Well, it's not that much, but it's yeah. you know good on him for longevity. You know to be mm. be in the game for that long. Uh, it's like, what did he do to Jason Holder to fucking cop that punishment? Did he fucking eat his lunch or something? Jesus. Well, I think um, from from memory back, like I don't know, a week and a half ago, yeah. whatever that was played, was that Gabriel was sore from the previous game. Yeah. And he definitely, because I watched the first day of that, and he looked sore, or at least not at his best. He didn't, yeah, was, that, was that the second or third test? We might be mixing our tests up. I the think it was the last test that he pulled up sore. Yeah. But the second test, he definitely... He, he just bowled tripe, I think. Yeah, yeah, he was probably... Either, either he was injured or he was bowling yeah. shit. Yeah. Whether it was because of the injury or he was just bowling generally shit. But, yeah, I think um, uh, Holder had to... Rely on um, Chase, at least, to bowl his spinners, which they they did in the first test, and they won the test by, like, fucking 200 runs or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, in reply, the Windies uh, got 287. Uh, Craig Brathwaite was the pick with 75. And Shamra Brooks was one one run short of a good time, making 68. Uh, Wokes and Broad took three wickets each. So, yeah. Second innings, so they avoided the follow-on, obviously, um, the West Indies. So, England had a bat again. They went out a full uh, T20 style in this one. So, Stokes opened with uh, Joss mm. Butler. And um, mm. they did, I think Butler was out within, like, the fucking first over or something. So, But Stokes uh, made 78 red. So, and they declared, uh, they declared th- at three for 129 off 19 overs. So, the Windies were set 3-12 for victory. So, uh, in the end, the Windies end up falling 114 runs short. Uh, Shamra Brooks got in the runs again, making another half century with 62. Jermaine Blackwood would pick up 55. And the bigger English bowling was Big Stu, took another three wickets. And Ben Stokes was our man of the match. 
So it's a bit like I was saying last week that um, the Windies, you know, they just don't have the batting to be competitive. So I know David disagreed with yeah, you. Yeah, he did. But, and Nick, um, I definitely know you said that. And it was you specifically. And, and all of us, all of us three, me, Ross, and absolutely Bull was absolutely the opposite to saying that um, uh, <laughs> yeah. West Indies had a... Uh, Terrible batting lineup. So. I think, to be fair, I was pretty bullish on the West Indies batting lineup. So um, you were, mate. Was... Wrong, really. You know, mm-hmm. colour me wrong. Um, <laughs> I'll never, I'll never put my nuts on the line again for a West Indies <laughs> batting lineup as I did in the last episode because yeah, I probably spent twenty minutes talking up their chances as a batting lineup, and that's what they've done to me. So fair enough. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So basically, yeah, the West Indies had their pants pulled down. So um yep. so they went off so we got the third oh, test, like. which was also at Old Trafford and it was a bit more of the same. The probably the highlight for the entire test was our uh our, one of our favorite here, Big Rakeem, finally got a call up. Yep. And Cornwheel. In fairness to the big fella, apart from taking a couple of very good slips catches, he yep. really didn't do too much. No, I don't know right, trying to help avoid the follow-on, but he didn't exactly set the world on fire. And raised, and, went, and it went from the whole, why didn't they pick him at the start, to being, well, why did they really pick him at the end anyway? But yeah. I think the reality of it is is that he's still a relatively young man, still new to the... And these first-class numbers warranted him getting picked. And you don't know what's going to happen until you pick a guy at test level, so I think you've got to do that. I, I agree, Mick. A mm-hmm. um, couple of good catches... His batting, uh, at least at a domestic level, is seems better than what he put up. Yeah. Um, but there's been like 400 million cricketers that like, oh, they're a gun at domestic level and yeah. never make it in international level. Um, but he's a bowler. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. Like, I watched him for like the two sessions I watched him, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. You know, and it, I don't think it's his first test, though. Is it? His no, first it's not. Test? Sorry, I made it sound like it was, but it's not. No. Oh no, 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 no. that was just in England, my game. Yeah, in more spin-friendly conditions in yeah. previous yeah, tests. Yeah, yeah, I think he's India against Afghanistan. He's like Afghanistan or someone that took a seven yeah, in India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think his um his control. If you can compare some two newish um spin bowlers, so there was Don Best for uh, England. And Rakeem for West Indies and different arms and stuff like that, but the same yeah. style of bowling. I think Tom Bess has got far better control than Rakeem does. Yeah. I think um, Rakeem has better weapons in his repertoire because he's much taller. And, like, you know, the, de- the deception of <laughs> length and stuff is much easier when you're taller than everyone else you're bowling to. It's way easier. And Don Best yeah. is a much shorter person. But I think Don Best has got way better control. And whether that's a factor of growing up bowling taller or, and shorter, you know, if you're taller, you can miss a bit and people don't know where the ball's landing. Whether you're shorter, they can pick it very easily. So they have to have more control. Um, but, yeah, definitely Rakeem didn't, I think, uh, give himself too yeah. many honours in that one test he got in this series. But yeah, I, I wish he would have. Yeah. yeah, from what I watched, like, his bowling it was... He'd bowl your four pretty good balls, but he'd always there'd be a, there's always there was something that released the valve, which I think didn't work in his favour either, because there's no need to fear him then basically because you just go you just you know you've got to wait for a bad one and you're going to be all right. You're going to get your runs yeah. you need. Yeah. So. I thought it was interesting that um, other than that change of dropping one of the fast balls and bringing in Cornwall, 
that's the only change the Windies made to their bowlers. Yeah. Yeah. It just seemed to backfire. I know they probably don't have the squad depth and people don't like the idea of um, rotating uh, players, but um, England did it and maybe they should have played Stuart Broad in the first test and might have won it. But um, I don't know, like the way like Gabriel was sort of, yeah, it wasn't off. It was off his game then in yeah. the second, third one. I just ran out of puff. It was like, you know, they just missed a trick there with maybe, I know it's rubbish and we always bag out um, Australia when they go, oh, this bloke could get injured. Let's not play him. Yeah. But with the three tests one after another, it was it was unique sort of in the scheduling. So maybe it was a chance to say, oh, yeah, we've got two blokes similar, so you're going to play test one and three and you're going to play test two or something. A bit like Australia with James Pattinson and the Ashes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They went down the old amateur reserves path where they go, well, we'll give you one of our players in England because you struggled. And they gave they gave Jofra <laughs> to England. And I don't really think that worked. They probably couldn't use the ball. Wrong player. Wrong player. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think, yeah, you don't give out a player that you could actually use in your own side. So, yeah. <laughs> if they'd known about Ammo's reserves, then Rakeem oh. would have been playing for England. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about Ammo's reserves. Rakeem would just be a full forward, just getting a clunk. Yeah, that's a good point. On his yeah, edge. 15. Yeah. Um, so we'll quickly run through what happened in that test. Uh, so basically, Wendy's won the toss again and sent the Poms in again. So England made 369 with Ollie Pope, top scoring with 91. He snicked off in the 90s, so he didn't deserve a ton. Fuck him. Josh Butler yeah, got himself him. 67. Timo Roach was the pick of the Wendy's bowling bowling. Getting four for 72, and he bowled an absolute corker to Ben Stokes that went in the fucking gate and just fucking knocked the pegs over. So that was a fucking really good ball. I didn't realize Kemi Rope was still around. Yeah, well, I think we discussed this off the potty, didn't we? Yes, we we did. Yeah. Yeah. Around for a fairly long time now. He's only played 58 test matches, though. Took his 200th test wicket, though. He's the first West India bowler to take 200 test wickets since. um, Kirtley Ambrose and Courtney Walsh. Wow. So we've yeah. been playing for 11 years and played, yeah. say, 60 test matches now. It's a... Yeah. He must have... He debuted young too, I think, didn't we work out? We worked out. He yeah, debuted like in very yeah, early 20s or even late his elbow pretty yeah. early on. And, mm. yeah. and then he had about... Th- I think the last three years he's hardly played. Oh, yeah. well, prior to 2019, he had like a big period off. Uh, that what was a fascinating stat, though, about... Um, He's the first bowler. I can't think it was Walsh or Ambrose, but one of them. They were close together. And then since then to now, that'd be like Walsh and Ambrose. That would have been in the mid-90s when they took it. West Indies, Mervyn Dillon. That ain't happening. Yeah, I think they've suffered a lot. They've had a lot of of instability and they've suffered due to that. Yeah. Can I just say Mervyn Dillon's up there with the greatest cricket names of all time, just quite. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, just to carry on with it, so the Windies chalked up 197 in reply, just avoiding the follow-on. Jason Holder top score with 46, but Big Stu Broad was the best of the English bowlers, picking up six for 31. So, yeah. (laughs) Second innings, um, England declared two down for for 226. Home brand Jack Sparrow, Rory Burns top score with 90. Um, yeah, fucking, we'll talk about that in a fucking second. That ridiculous. <laughs> you look like you're in that picture now, drinking the glass of wine. Uh, so the Windies netted 399 for victory. So, um, Joe Root brought everyone in and said, Now, boys, we've got them and they've got to get them. And that's why he's a better captain than 
fucking Stokes because he said it and they fucking didn't get him and England yeah. won. So, uh, unfortunately, yeah, the Windies, the Windies had a real fucking crack, but they got a tantalizing 270 runs short. So, that was a bit disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Chris Wokes, of all people, took five for 50. So, that's, that's yeah. to tell you the fucking extent of the um, West Indies batting lineup right there. Big Stu took four for 36 and became the seventh test bowler in seventh bowler in test history to take five. Hundred wickets. So, and he was also named man of the match and man of the series after missing the first test. Jesus, it's, it's a good did, effort. He did well to take that off Ben Stokes. I think they got caught up a little bit in the five hundred test stuff because Ben Stokes yeah. had an amazing fucking test series. Yes, he did. So those first two test matches should have pretty much got him man of the series anyway. Yeah. But, it, but I think they got caught up in the five hundred, and that's fair enough. Like that is what it is. Yeah. So and the um, ten for in the last dig. Yeah. yeah. So um. For all of you looking for a nice piece of artwork to hang on your wall, hit up our Facebook page where you see the lovely James Anderson stew board yep. uh, mahogany room fucking thing. Yep. As I assume, Mick, if I could take over right now, if that's Go okay. Go buddy. Uh, as I assume is produced by Cricket District Facebook page. I've no okay. idea who they are. Yeah, I know. Um, but we have as a uh, social media... Um, powerhouse, Entity. powerhouse, powerhouse. Yeah. shared it. Leader, uh, uh, pioneer, I would say too, Ross. That so what? Uh, I'll, Ross wanted me to explain this um, on the podcast, so I'll put this all on Ross's head. So it's Jimmy Anderson and Stuart Broad. His so faces, Jimmy, Anderson, Jimmy Anderson, the English basketballer. Yes, and Stuart Broad, the English fast bowler. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They were in their whites, Mick. They're Nat oh. West whites. Yeah. Um, so that would help something. Not cranes. Um, they're in their whites. Okay. No, it looks whites to me, actually. Yeah, England, don't wear, England don't wear cranes, mate. Right. No, 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 no. <laughs> and um, both long sleevers, despite what they wear on the cricket field. Because mm. yeah, they're in the mahogany room, mate. you got to class it up. you got to wear long sleeves. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. the MCC, you got to wear a column. Well, exactly. They've got their collars on, so lucky for them. Yeah. So what they're doing is sitting there. Um, t- it turns out they've, put, they've poorly photoshopped their face on their own bodies, and their bodies are computer-generated English cricket team player bodies. What the fuck are we <laughs> talking about? <laughs> if you put this on our social media pages, oh. so people can look at it while we tell I them have. about it. Yeah, it oh, is good. on our social oh, media pages. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. No, I stand I by my comment it. on that social media page. Not even Tony Gregg would try to sell us this fucking bullshit. <laughs> so it, the hilarious thing about it is that uh, our one greatest listener <laughs> used to be tied with um, the Brewer. Now I can't even... Uh, uh, Denzel. Denzel. Used to be tied with Denzel. But Henstock was like, oh, where can I buy one of these? He loved <laughs> it so much. Little did he know that... Jesus Christ, I'm ripping through this shit. So, they're drinking a glass of red wine each. Yeah. Right? There's On the table, there is a full bottle of red wine, a cricket, two cricket balls and a vase, and two bottles of beer. So, the cricket balls look like they should just roll straight off the table because the table's on an angle. I don't know why you would put the table in on an angle in a completely computer-generated photo. The... The... Bottle of wine says 500 wickets on it. 
just they were drinking a bottle of my 500 wickets. So I'm sitting there having a so here I'm having a glass of white wine. This is having a glass of my 500 wickets. For those of you wondering, this is why Alex doesn't have a segment anymore. Fuck! This is why would you? <laughs> They've both got a glass of red wine in their hands. David, I'll ask you this question: If you have oh, two man. options to drink, you don't have to answer it. A beer <laughs> or a glass of red wine. A cold beer with yeah. froth coming out over the top of it in a schooner glass that's tall. <laughs> or a glass of red wine. What would you drink first? Uh, a beer, but because we live in a warm climb and um, a beer is always better in a warm climb. I think, to be fair to them, they're actually not in the photo, so someone just painted it. So it's not really Jimmy or Stuart's fault. Probably drink not. warm beers anyway, but I'll just... Well, that's it, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, no, you still haven't answered the question, David. I said a fucking beer, mate. Like, what so you drink the beer say? first. All right, no worries. That's exactly what well, I So, David, said. David, uh, so um, Jimmy and Stu are both having a glass of red before they have their ice cold yeah, beer, which is painting. interesting to me. Also, <laughs> they're in the mahogany room wearing their spikes. That's an absolute no-no. If you know anything about cricket, yeah. you take your spikes off. You know anything about mahogany? Yeah. Well, Jesus Christ. This is... Look, I don't know what, what level of carpet they've got going on, mate, in there. Ugh. I don't know. So, another thing, if you were very, very if you were very interested in how you're doing as a uh, statistical person, David, would you put, despite being in the mahogany room with gilded pictures of yourself and your friend around you, would you put a digital clock of the number of wickets you've taken while playing with your friend. I don't think it matters what I answer because then you just ask me the same question again. You know what I really enjoy about um, podcasting? Uh, podcasting and also ad lib segments is the lack of yes and from all my teammates. <laughs> just to just to drop me in the shit and go, actually uh, do this do this segment and then I'll give you absolutely zero yes and mate, we're not we're not premises, premises, premises. We're not a fucking improv group, mate. So all you had just... to do was talk about the weird features, just list off about the eightest weird features I'm... and then we move on. Oh, you, Mick. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Alex. If you're really interested in that picture, you're fucking mental. But if you are still interested in it and mental, it's on our Facebook page, so you can go check it out. You can go we'll see... probably edit that segment out, won't we? Go over and check it out. Let us Shop know what the chopping. digital clock says. What's the number on the digital clock? If you get the number right, you get the satisfaction of knowing you got the number right. So, well, <laughs> well it's 895. <laughs> so. All righty. So, um, we're getting towards the end. We're going to chuck another segment in because I want to. Why not keep? It's like a car crash. It's why not? Look as you go. Get the entertainment train rolling. Yeah. Fuck it. So, um, our man Roscoe said came to me during the week and said, "Nuts or Mick, as most people on the podcast know me, Mick, I want to do another 11." And I said, "Ross, for fuck's sake, I'm putting my foot down, and you're not allowed to do another 11 this week." And he said, "Damn it." But you're a fair man. I said, I know I am. And he said, Could I do a story about Shane Warren? I said, Fuck it, why not? So we're going to throw it over to Ross and he's going to tell us a story about the one Shane T. Warren. Ross, this better be fucking good, Ross. Yep. So Jesus opening, Christ. we got Flawless. Shane Warren and batting at two, we got Don Breadman. And then at three, we got the Gingerbread Man. <laughs> no, no, no. All right. This is a story about when Shane Warne played at Accrington, Accrington Cricket Club in the Lancashire League in 1991. 
So That's he early. was only signed uh, because the other player that already um, organised pulled out the last minute and you get fined by the Lancashire League if you didn't have a professional player playing in your team. Oh, okay. So by That's default, not the opposite of now, right? Yeah, by default, they ended up with warning. So um, they didn't know much about him. They thought he looked like he should have been on a surfboard rather than playing cricket. <laughs> and we said that um, warning was getting whacked. He wasn't picking up wickets and he wasn't faring any better with the bat. Of his five, first five matches, Accrington lost four. And Warren says, uh, the first game, batting at four, I got run out. The committee called me into the club rooms later and said, listen, the pro never gets run out. You have to learn to turn your back on the bloke and just burn him. (laughs) (laughs) That sounded a lot like local cricket where the the big dog just goes, no, and then little cannon fodder bloke gets run out. Um, Warney said he was thrown a bit by this and didn't bowl great and the opposition hammered them. And uh, he was bowled out first ball against Ramsbottom too and the stump was cartwheeling back to the keeper and he heard someone in the crowd yell out, go home, pro, you're rubbish. (laughs) (laughs) That Um, was his dad, but yeah. Well, And then uh, he he was getting smashed around with the ball and he thought, I should have stayed home and played footy with St Kilda this winter. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine if Uh, That can't play with St Kilda. Stewie Lowe fucking kicking it to the shame wall and shit. Jesus. So the, uh, the, the, the club captain decided the youngster needed a bit of a lift, so he and a few senior players took him out in the town. Um, he said, he's staying in some house. I said, come on, we'll go and have a few beers and just relax. We ended up having a bit of a burster. <laughs> so, <laughs> a burster? I yeah. love that saying. I'm going to yeah. use that now. Yeah. Warney remembers waking up on the Monday morning and gave myself a good hard look in the mirror. He said to himself, grow up, stop larking about and have a crack. Uh, so now that he's fully settled in, um, he played on the Sunday the following week against Ramsbottom and took six for 29 and he'd flick the switch, it was all back on. Um, Warren would work on signals for his different deliveries with the club wicketkeeper in training. Touch of his right foot meant a signal for a flipper and the scratch of his backside for a googly. But when it came to matches, the keeper would struggle to keep up, um, to keep up and spot the actual signs. And they said they couldn't pick his googly. In one game, we had to change the keeper three times. And <laughs> one of them threw his gloves down and said, I can't keep to him. It was all a bit embarrassing. So there you go. There's a little bit of a wicket-keeping corner for you. I didn't you even there. know that Sean Brainy was at, at, uh, <laughs> at that team in 1991. <laughs> yeah. oh, why don't we go over to David here on the keeping mm. side of things? Yeah. Just catch it. Really, I suppose at the end of the day, you know. It's, well, it's easy. You got gloves, right, mate? Well, that's yeah. You know, that's the the standard party line, and has been for a hundred years. Once you've got gloves on, it can't be that hard to catch the fucking ball. Pretty that's easy, right. right? Anyway, at Accrington, as um <laughs> happens at some local cricket clubs, they had a collections for the pro. They turned around, took around the hat. If you got a fifty or scored a five and they Will usually you do that now. Or? <laughs> <laughs> You can just give me some coin. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, you're the pro. Oh, no. no, well, for a good segment. Best segment gets the money, isn't it? Oh, nice. Well, I've already got it in the bag, so there's no point, <laughs> <laughs> no point trying. Mate, so. We Go said on. there'd usually be about uh, 40 pounds, and I'd always say, let's put it behind the bar. And I was told that the pros previous to me had kept the money in their pockets and headed back to their house the first opportunity, but I hung around and spent it with them. And I was still drinking beer back then, he said. It wasn't until Sri Lanka in 1992 that I woke up and got off the beer. 
Ooh. That's um, because, ev- as everyone knows, Sri Lanka is the home of the strawberry cruiser. <laughs> <laughs> we'll over to that side. I think as I stole these were really big in Sri Lanka back then. Yeah, uh, <laughs> bubblegum red bears were just everywhere. Mike's lemonade. <laughs> Mike's hard. Twelve pack of Mike's hard. Thanks. <laughs> Blue Red Bears, please. It's just bars exclusively, <laughs> just cans of Blue Red Bears. <laughs> yeah, he said um, uh, a bloke called Paul Barrett played with Warney that season. He said uh, the Australian was a regular feature at the town's watering holes. If he'd go to the local pubs, there'd be a good few people around him. He was a bit of an attraction. It's a small place, he said. He had a good sense of humour. Warney, he liked the beer, he liked the pizza, and he liked his beans on toast. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of salad and quinoa going around that year. <laughs> Uh, Alrighty, his batting was a nightmare, um, the same bloke last. He said at times he thought he was Viv Richards, but he wasn't, and he didn't know what a defensive shot was. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Um, so he finished uh, the season with 73 wickets at 15 and 329 runs at 15. So he was the sixth best bowler, but the 73rd best batsman. And uh, as was expected by the pro in the Lancashire League, you know, you've got to contribute with both bat and ball. So Accrington decided they wouldn't keep him on for a second season. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Arkin> hell. <laughs> yes. And exactly two years later, of course, he bowled the bowl of the century yeah. to Mike Ketting. It's that close. What a great story. Later. I'm glad yeah. you told that on the podcast. Oh, it's not bad, is it? There's some funny little things there. Just warning being warning. Yeah, yeah. Well, it be the pizza thing. Himself. I don't know if that's just added in later, but fuck, that suck. If he's carried that his whole life, I'll forgive him for pizza comments on actually being a yeah, comment. Yeah. Mm. You know, this bloke way back in the day is like, oh, he loves his fucking pizza. Well, okay, fine. He actually likes his pizza. Talk about it. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Alrighty. So, um, I, I just the, the yes, number Roscoe. one thing I took out of that. It wasn't that surprising, a lot of that stuff they were saying. But um, that quote from Warnie that uh, it wasn't until Sri Lanka in 1992 that I woke up and got off the beer. So, oh, what, <laughs> I just want to know what that moment was. <laughs> so scintillating about Sri Lanka. Probably trying to feel hungover in the fucking humidity, mate. That's probably it. Had a shit curry, got a little bit of dysentery yeah. or something along those lines. Mm. And also out the piss. Like fucking hung yeah. as a cunt. Just hung as fucking tropical climb. No Head just that. fucking yeah. bombing. Sweating your absolute balls off because it's 58 degrees at 6am. All it takes is that one real bad day of field and hung over to make you regret fucking drinking before yep. games and turn your life yes. around. <laughs> I, missed, yes. I missed one one thing, sorry. Yeah, oh, the club bloke says, uh, the club gave him a battered old white Ford Escort as his car and it was always <laughs> full of chip packets. Cigarette packets and beer cans. He liked a Mars bar. <laughs> he liked a Mars bar. <laughs> Love it. No, that's I great. Know, I don't know how I missed that. Yeah. Chip packets, cigarette packets and beer cans. <laughs> and, and chocolate bar wrappers. And chocolate yeah. bar wrappers. <laughs> All righty. So, uh, yeah, that'll do us. Thanks for that one, Roscoe. Oh, that was actually uh, no good to hear. That was little, uh, yeah. It was good to hear Warnie just being a shit park cricket like the fucking rest of us. So that's oh, always yeah. nice. Can we um, do that every episode? Yeah. That'd be great. 
We might start the I just read the same article. I'm less surprised. <laughs> Probably happened before. What was happening honest. in Sri Lanka in 92? Yeah. Mike's yeah. hard. Just yeah. Yeah. We need to get him on the podcast if I can find out what happened. Um, so, speaking of Victorians uh, on the move, uh, there's word, word going around the streets at the moment and on the cricket. Australian website, which is where I saw it, um, is Peter Hanscom is on the move from the Stars and is possibly heading down to Tasmania to play for the Hobart Hurricanes. So it's an interesting one that he's um, he was he's a bit disgruntled. He didn't make the 26-man squad for the ODIs in England. He, mm. he felt a bit uh, low that he wasn't one of the best 26 ODI players in Australia. So I, um, I don't know. Did he have from memory? I don't think he necessarily set the uh, list A little tournament on fire. So I don't, not so, but has been in the one day side a lot, Hanscom. So I guess he probably thought he might've been a certainty to get picked. Um, but yeah, so he's off Hobart apparently. So we'll see how that plans out. Starting to get interesting. I noticed um, in the WBBL, a few guys been swapping teams as well. So um, is it Meg Lanning came back from the Scorchers to Melbourne. So I think she's going to be playing for the Stars. And was it Beth Mooney went the other way or yeah. someone else? Yeah, went. And left oh, okay. where they were to replace landing at the Scorchers. So um, at least Perry and her husband broke up. I take no responsibility for that. I just met her. I don't know anything else apart from that. Um, and yeah, so that's about it. Has anyone else got anything they want to chuck in before I close this off? Yes, I uh, do, Mick. Yes, Alex. Um, so Hanscom's jump ship from Victoria <laughs> to another state. That and is you've the just gone, Yeah, sweet, no worries. How cool. No, it's just a. That's it. Serious newsreader oh, style. Um, he plays for BBL doesn't matter. BBL's not staying. BBL's not staying. No, I said that mind. As long as he's yeah. Vic, Vic. And he's he, and he's stars. And I don't care about the stars. So I'm, I'm renegade. So, I, I, mate, I have all the players leave the stars, and it's just like Eddie and Warnie just fucking bowling for each other. Uh, <laughs> uh, just double checking. That's the only thing I had to say. You know, just because BBL. No, if, if he was actually going to Tasmania like Siddle. Peter Hanson can go fuck a goat, but he's not, so it doesn't uh, matter. I wouldn't say okay. that about him because he's not doing that. <laughs> Fair enough. You're a man of your convictions. I just wanted to yeah, double BBL, check. mate. BBL's yeah. fucking like playing fucking fantasy football. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> um, all right, yes. Yeah, so we're on all uh, podcast and social media platforms. Grinder. On Grinder, TikTok. We're on um, Grinder tonight. That's yeah, sure. I think we might be on Plenty of Fish. I think we're on Ashley Madison. Like, fucking just find us. We're out there, just find us. Um, <laughs> uh, big shout out to our sponsor, okay, Cupid. Company. <laughs> uh, if we're on TikTok, just um, remember that Chinese is still on information, so you shouldn't be on TikTok. That's it. Uh, so, yes. Get a face mask. <laughs> Get a face mask. Get out, Red oh, Bubble. we should, yes. face mask. I recommend getting four because it's cheaper than getting one. But anyway, I recommend going <laughs> It actually is somehow. <laughs> And I think it works out. You get like two for free if you buy four instead of buying one. So absolutely. Get, get your mates and together and buy four face masks. As a podcast, we can back that up because we've bought four face masks yeah. off ourselves. Yeah. Had to we pay have two for designs. Them. We also do have, we do have two <laughs> designs if you find us on there. We have the Mid-Off Cricket logo and we also have the More Man Cad One DMC style oh. logo as well. They're both on there. Yes. Also, Kim. did we work out who bought the children's uh, no baby idea. I, when I looked when I looked on the receipts and that it was printed in Hong Kong, which means someone in the Asia region bought it because everything Wait, else mate. normally is printed in Melbourne if it's bought in Australia. 
Wait, we're not making money out of this, are we? I, I think we've got a dollar for that, yeah. Do we have to claim this on tax? Do we have to let the ATO know? Nah, you fuck shut them. up about it, bull. Another word, I will fucking kill you. I'm yeah, no, hit us up on Redbubble. We've got basically everything except for stubby holders and caps on there. So you get, you get hoodies, also. you get T-shirts, you can get a clock, you can get a mug. You can get a piece of wall art. You can just get a logo on the wall. A clock. A new clock nuts. behind his right shoulder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, go nuts. The zero branded clock that I have to stare at every time we do it. Also. Just a, just a final yeah. thought from me. Uh, looking oh, forward thought. to the domestic fixtures coming out soon. So oh, that'll be mm. exciting. Mm. Yeah, great. Thanks for bringing that up, mate. <laughs> Way to bring it down, you fucking boring prick. No wonder you're not host anymore. No wonder we <laughs> fucked you off from that hosting duties, mate. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just a final thought from me, boys. I'm going to fucking insert needles into my dick. How <laughs> fucking boring. Jesus Christ, Ross, you idiot. <laughs> roll, roll, you moron. <laughs> Yes, Alex. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, I had so- I actually had something for <laughs> fucking Elros. Oh, just a final thought. Something more boring than the clock over my shoulder. There <laughs> <laughs> we go. Oh, stop it any time, mate. We're fucking. We're a new podcast. We just cut it. Bang. Like we cut more pieces. Don't forget uh, thank you, Frederick Harold Socks. Hit him up. Get some socks. Oh, we and, haven't cut um, yet. Jesus. Do your Type thing. Productions. Don't forget See you him. next time. See you guys. See ya.